It isn't Benning's. Is the warmest place to hide. Hey, welcome to the Us Horror Podcast with me, Paul. Me, Mike. Me, Chris. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> and me, John. I mean, Dan. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Dan's gone into one of his other personalities. <laughs> That's how lonely he is. Um, uh, this week, wow, we find out... Mate. <laughs> That's all right, buddy. <laughs> this week, we find out what happened to poor old Barry Nesbitt. Uh, we also discuss, uh, like, like the five-year-olds we are, who would win in a fight? Uh, against the xenomorph and we also discussed the uh the wonderful interplay between nazis and cold play have a good listen put it in your ears thanks love you bye 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 <laughs> why, why are you buying they're just about to listen to the episode no, oh, no, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> so boys what have been up to Who's what creaking? You, who's on leather? Who's on very sexy leather? <laughs> That's me, sorry. <laughs> it went totally silent. It was just like, bow, chicka, right. wow, wow. Hey, Paul, when I said, please don't wear your gimmick suit to the fucking recording, and you're like, uh, no one will even notice. That's exactly what I was talking about. That's my, that's my upstairs sofa. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to know what you call it. <laughs> yeah. I'm on a leather sofa, but shit, what pants or like what trousers well, are you wearing? Well, this is not a real. I'm wearing pajama trousers. <laughs> it's just like you haven't got a gimp suit on. I'm wearing leather trousers <laughs> is... on the leather sofa. This That's has what... got to be the quickest derailing of this podcast. <laughs> no, I don't ever, think so. Ever. We've derailed much quicker. <laughs> Um, uh, I've I've not been up to a lot. I recorded I recorded some really cool covers for a friend of mine uh, in my in my studio, not my studio, the studio space that I rent, um, and that was really fun. Um, apart from that, I've done fuck all. Did a bit of, did a bit of uh, home workout, and that's that's really it. You can't tell, obviously, because look at me. But yeah, that's that's it. Okay, what about the rest of years? Yeah, I mean this. Uh... This question's becoming moot, isn't it? <laughs> it? It's just ridiculous. Like I'm, I'm almost embarrassed to turn and say, "I've been at work, and uh, that's it." I think, I think maybe just for the foreseeable future, I might just change it to what you've been watching. Yeah, yeah. or playing. I played yeah. Control, the video game. It's fucking great. If you've got um, a PlayStation Four, it's free on the PlayStation Network at the minute, free. and it's fucking brilliant. It's one of the best games I've ever played. Both in gameplay and story, it's it's amazing. So Fantastic. so play that. What about you, Chris? What have you been up to? Uh, I watched, I uh, binged the Cecil Hotel yeah. um, series on Netflix and just gained a newfound hatred hatred of web sleuths. Yeah, <laughs> right John there with Shabani, you. John Shabani was his name. Fuck off, John. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> any of the names. The guy that went and got someone to touch the grave for that him. Was so weird. he was that was so yeah. weird. Anyway, just be what? careful. Spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. Um, I was going to say, it, I've, I've just watched it as well. So, I, I'm well, I'm I'm up to um, halfway through the, the last episode. So, mm. I, yeah, I, I get some of these references. Yeah, uh, you've got to be careful spoilers for this because it's only just come out. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it le- it's led me to watch uh, some ghost adventures. <laughs> oh, <laughs> did you the special hotel one? 
Yeah, I've watched, I've watched it too. I hate those guys. <laughs> the whole thing is really, is really double-edged for me because I'm, I'm interested in the paranormal, but I don't necessarily believe it all. I don't. So we get these guys like the two plus two equals 120. You know, they see like a ball of light, and it's like, oh, there's no doubt to me that that's the spirit of so and so. Because like, well, really, because yeah, mate, well, they're like, simply oh, lying. Yeah. They're just lying. There's not. If they honestly believe half the shit they say, they need to be locked up. If uh, you do enjoy things of paranormal it's, nature, who me? Um, yeah. I do. I love things like that. Um, then I would suggest two shows for you. Uh, this Paranormal Life uh, and The Parapod, uh, which are just like funny people talking about paranormal stuff. And it's hilarious and lovely. And uh, yeah, w- watch, re- listen to both of those. Brilliant. Uh, That's obviously nice our recommendation for this week. Not even. <laughs> not even. That's the thing. I've got yeah. so many things to recommend. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah, just as long as it's not punctuated every five seconds with "Oh my god, yeah. oh my god, <laughs> that you touched me." That, that, that me. Dragons guy drives me fucking crazy. He really does. Dan, yes, what have you been doing? <laughs> Fuck all, mate. <laughs> you, sound, you sound like yeah, he's in trouble. What have you been doing? What are you watching, Dan? What, what have I? Uh, obviously, I've watched the thing. Um, what? The oh, thing. What? Oh, you watched the, the thing? Yeah, the thing. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah, the the two thousand and six uh, remake. It's not a remake. It's a, prequel. <laughs> it's a prequel. It's not a remake. It, it was just that was a callback to the last episode. You dickheads. Oh, was it? Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking idiots. Right, now, now, hang on, hang the fuck on. Right, I'm calling this bullshit out. You are not allowed to be making the joke of "Oh, I watched the wrong film" when we murdered <laughs> one of the most brilliant parts of this podcast ever. The right honourable Barry Nesbitt. I am not going to stand here and allow you to tarnish his name and steal his wonderful comedy bit. You absolute shower of bastards. <laughs> Too late, mate. What's he going to do? Come and Barry Nesbitt me up. Nesbitt. He is. By the way, by the way if, you, if you just started listening to the podcast, Barry Nesbitt was the fifth host. But we all fell out with him because he was the most annoying person on the face of the planet. Well, it was, it was. Hang on. No, it was a choice between him and Mike, and Mike was a bit more consistent. So uh, we decided only to. Only a bit more, him, though. Only a bit. But yeah. Well, we opted... I, at least I watched the right film. We are forget. <laughs> we are. We've got to remember about. Um, I can't even remember his bloody name. Carlos. Carlos was a was the sixth member who uh, got too shooty, so we had to get rid of him. Yeah. Bless him. <laughs> That's deep cuts. That's deep after horror cuts. If you're one of the OG chocolate hams, you will know what we're talking about. And if you don't, yeah. then uh, w- whatever. Just okay. don't, don't worry about it. Paul yeah, won't so, allow uh, me to talk just, about it for another 20 episodes. So, so just, to com- just to complete the circuit, I ain't done fuck all either. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, none of us have done anything no. apart from work Yeah, and uh, watch films. Yeah. Brilliant. So we watched a film. <laughs> we did. We, we watched uh, John Carpenter's 1982 masterpiece, The Thing. Mm. Um, budget of 15 million, made fuck all when it was yeah. Released. It was a dirty flop. Absolutely fucking panned. Um, uh, yeah. A little, little bit of info right off the top of the bat. It was uh, released the exact same day as Blade Runner, which was also a massive flop. Yeah. So, so according to what I'd been reading. Um, 
it came out the same sort of time as like E.T. Yep. And all yeah. these like big, lovely summer movies. And then yeah. this was released and it completely did not have the tone of like what was going on uh during during that during that summer of when it, whenever the fuck it was released I, I forget. 1982 1982 yeah so everyone was having a lovely time and then they went fear paranoia alien life forms everyone went, no thank you uh -huh. no, thank you and then it only gained popularity when it uh, was released on VHS yeah Which and fair. massively so too yeah absolutely like i mean i'm a little bit biased cuz not only is this one of my favorite films of all time um three of my all-time favorite films are all john carpenter so john carpenter is almost certainly my favorite director too that's that's fair i'm gonna say the the fog yeah um the other one's really obvious uh halloween yeah yeah so I the thing the fog and halloween are all in my top five <laughs> i think you mean they live yeah it's good it's not it's not a patch on them three though um the 25 minute long fight in the alleyway yeah. to tell you otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. I fucking love that movie, man. Yeah, it's a good film. John Carpenter's a fucking genius. Yeah. Yeah. Frankly. <laughs> I'm gonna say, you know what? I'm going to say it. <laughs> he's he, wasn't altogether, uh, he wasn't altogether pleased with this at, uh, at first, was he? No, but since he's counted yeah. as this as his favourite film he's ever made. There's yeah. an... There's an interesting, he was at a Comic-Con, I watched an interview with him, and he said that when they got the first edit back, he was like, what the fuck have I made? <laughs> and was absolutely like, he just thought no one is going to like this, no one's going to like anything that's going on about it. He thought that the um, the creature design was too inconsistent, even though that was his vision. That's kind of the point. And like well. literally the point and fucking incredible. Um, this film's literally a vehicle for just each iteration of the thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was just like, he really lost faith in it. Um, I mean, I'd have been happy as fuck for an hour and 40 minutes of just McCready looking cool as fuck. <laughs> With his little sunglasses. His sunglasses, his beard, and his bottle of whiskey, and just being a fucking badass that he is. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I'd have been happy with that. <laughs> well, Carpenter did say his, his main thing about it was he didn't want it to appear... Uh, humanoid and so it apparently completely well, it was like the final straw when he when the artwork came back for the uh, film poster which basically just a humanoid with his glowing head yeah it's such he, a he down tools and walked away at that point it's such a classic poster though it fills me with joy <laughs> um fun fun fact on the playstation network the poster for both versions of the thing are exactly the same and the oh, only really? way you can tell the difference is that after after the second one, it will go the thing twenty eleven. Yeah, <laughs> really I mean, stupid. I'll say outright, I like the prequel, the thing. Um, I I watched it ages ago, and it was just after I'd watched the thing, yeah. so I was like, "Well, it's not the same. It's not a patch on it." No. So oh, I know it's obviously not as good as the thing, but yeah, it, yeah, I but really I think... like it. The CGI lets it down a little bit, but. Yeah, I think at the time I was kind of because I just watched the thing. I was like, yeah, yeah. So. You check it out, man. Watch it again. I will. I will. It's a really good film. Again, apart from the CGI, which is god awful. Well, it's 2011, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when they 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 were just like, now nah, we're not going to do anything practically. That was around the same time that they were like, uh, that was that that was that stage where like it's like 2011 to to about sort of 2016, 17, where loads of 
quite high budget horror films were using CGI blood for no fucking reason. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. That, is the, that and fire. CGI blood and CGI fire are the two yeah. worst things you can do in a film. Yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah. So a couple of fun facts. Um, obviously, the, the poster we just discussed, um, apparently that was commissioned by a guy who literally did it overnight with no um, exposure to the film um, and precious little introduction to the story. So um, obviously to come up with that uh, was was either incredibly lucky um, or just very skillful on his behalf. Um, and the opening to the thing, so where you've got the, the logo that appears, um, I read that that was done by using um, polythene over a black uh, over a background that had the thing written down, and then behind um, the background, um, they burnt a, a black bag, and you, that's why you can see the flames and the, the slow exposure. That's oh, cool, right. spark. That's yeah, cool. so that, that's proper old school um, overlays on film, and yeah, none of this computer shit anymore. It's <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love I love little bits of info like that. I love the way they used to do things, like just little inventive things like. Because now they just use computers and it's fucking. Oh yeah, and everything's like hugely glorified or, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, there's there's no way I would have known as a, a kid or whatever how they did that. Uh, watching oh, it, I would have just been fascinated. I know now. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> But now you could just pretty much throw a dart at it and say, yeah, that was done by computer, that was done by computer, that was done by computer. Yeah, the special effects guy was only 22. Um, and he actually, towards the end of the film, pulled out with exhaustion. He collapsed on set because he was just working around the clock on all this stuff. Wow. Um, so he was he was replaced, like, towards the end. Jesus. But, yeah, 22-year-old lad. That's well, insane. 22? You imagine that? Fucking hell. <laughs> There's not... There's not a, a shit bit of practical effects in this whole film. No, there's not a shit bit at all. No. Uh, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that, that it's not shit. Can we um, cut him out of this conversation? <laughs> don't get me wrong. Like, it is an amazing film, and there's some of the better special effects that um, I've seen for a film of this time. But there are just occasions when I look at it and go, uh, that's... It's not wonderful. Yeah, I mean... Then, to say that, other times when I watch it, like when you've got um, the, the legs that pop out of the head and it starts walking off, or um, the, the, the tongue you've where... You've fucking kidding me. What? It's the bit he says when the thing... The oh, sorry. I've, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I said something wrong there. <laughs> yeah, those practical effects are amazing. I, I don't I don't even know how they did it, but just it's remarkable how the, the legs sort of appear Oh, i tell out. you how they did it. Um, a similar way to how they did the hair on Amer American Wealth in London. They pulled them through and then just reversed the film. Oh, so it's the same way they did the hair on American Wealth in London, where the hair's sprouting. What they actually did was push all the hair through and then run the film backwards so it looked like it was all coming out. Well, th this is why I don't watch director's com uh, um, commentary and um, behind-the-scenes stuff, because I, I like the illusion. I don't want to know how it's done. Same, Exactly the same. In fact, I, don't, I, I never watch making or featurettes of anything. Just purely down to, um, like, have you 
if anyone follows me on Instagram, you'll probably know that Jurassic Park's one of my favourite films of all time. And I remember what, just shortly after, or before it came out, I remember watching a making of feature it, and there was a pit where, where um, uh, Ellie's running off at the end with the gun strapped to her leg, and uh, she's going, she's screaming and limping. And whenever I watch the film now, I know for a fact where the, where the cameras are. Yep. And I know that Spielberg, I know exactly what Spielberg's saying to her as she's running along. And it really takes me out of the film. Yeah, I'm totally with you. Like, I, I avoided The Matrix as long as possible, but I did end up watching the um, some of the making of, and I wish I hadn't. Yeah. I, I really wish I hadn't because, I again, I can see now how some of the shots were composed and, how the actors were guiding the, the the wire work and how that was being done. It's just, you can't oh, unsee it. No, it's done. It's in my head now. Yeah. Yeah. It's impossible to unsee. Um, so I happen to know that though, because, uh, Rick Baker was on, uh, Joe Rogan a little while ago. And he was talking about how he did the hair on American Wealth in London. And he used the thing as an example. As another me- same the method the same method used in a different way. Uh, okay. <laughs> right. So uh, part one: a dog chase with a crap shot. <laughs> how, yeah. many, how many goes does he have at that? Is anyone uh, else praying to God he don't hit the dog? Of yeah. course. <laughs> so uh, I, I read a bit about the dogs because uh, those that know me uh, know I absolutely love. Uh, that breed of dog, so husky, malamutes, wolves, anything that that to me is a dog. That's how they should look. That's that's <laughs> just the epitome for. Shut up. I feel like I feel like you're personally attacking Dave. I, I no, <laughs> Dave's fine. It's more the like pugs and things like that where they look like they've run into a door, um, <laughs> and their nose is stuck, or they're they're snorting the whole time because they can't breathe properly. Yeah, just, that's that's breeding though. That's yeah, I, I hate it. Uh, but wolves. Malamutes, huskies, all of that, I am just in love with. Um, but you had Jed, um, who's the main dog that you see um, sort of within the, the film itself. And um, obviously, uh, you know, he's super gorgeous, but he was selected because he was really good at um, performing without looking at things like the cameras or the crew as yeah. he was doing stuff. But the first dog in the, the long or the wide shots um, was actually a different dog, and they painted him to look like Jed. <laughs> Shit. Um, yeah, to um, so obviously it remained consistent, and it just that stuck with me because it's just mad to think that they painted a dog. You know, what different did they times, use? man? Different times. Du- <laughs> Dulux black here and a bit of <laughs> undercoat there. Yeah, it was very different times. Uh, in the first five minutes of the film, um, the plot is actually spoiled by uh, if you speak Norwegian, right? So the guy yelling as he's firing the gun is actually saying um, words to the effect of the alien is in the dog, kill the dog, kill the dog. Uh, um, so if you spoke Norwegian, the thing is absolutely ruined for you in the only, first five minutes. Only for about 10 seconds because it becomes pretty obvious pretty quickly. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, it just gives it uh, it gives it away. And it's, I, I still thought oh, that's really nice. The whole the fucking, everything about this film is, is so fucking perfect. It is perfect. Even down to how cold it looks. Yeah. Especially as considering it was filmed in LA. Speaking of how cold, how cold it is. Well, they fr- they um, refri- refrigerated the soundstage. Yeah, forty yeah. degrees. So it, well, is it was legitimately cold. 
it was filmed in a couple of locations. Um, Stewart, British Columbia, obviously yeah. the soundstage, um, and somewhere in Alaska. Um, what, I, what I thought was really funny is uh, at the at the start where El Capitano is getting out his gun. Yeah. Now remember, they're in like minus whatever. <laughs> they're in the Arctic, and he's like. Oh, there's a dude outside. I better smash this yeah, window with my gun. <laughs> really ineffectually. Yeah. I, th I thought exactly the same thing. Like, way to jeopardise, like, all the heat that you've got in that building. Yeah. Like, you it's couldn't have just gone to the door line. that was next to you. Yeah. You had well, to that, captain, that captain's a bit of a dipshit the whole way through this film. Yeah, he yeah. is, yeah. I see yeah, he struts around in his dressing gown with a sidearm all day. <laughs> it's like he's just been bought the sidearm as a present and he's just yeah. he's just he's just showing it off. Doesn't one of the characters say yeah, like I was like, wondering how yeah, long it would take you? <laughs> I love that guy. He's one of my favourite characters. Obviously he's not a Patrick McCready, he's one of the best characters ever. Yeah. I'd like to see a film where McCready and Corporal Hicks team up. <laughs> and take on what? What wins oh, between the thing and a xenomorph, though? Oh, a xenomorph. All xenomorph day. all day long. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't know if it could inhabit a xenomorph for one thing. Well, it's on a it's on a micro by micro biobial level. But I feel like that, that's level. a missed opportunity. <laughs> that's a good point because it's acid for blood. With the the blood. Well, exactly, because they're they're seriously uh, vulnerable to fire. Yeah. No, I d I don't think um, they it would be able to inhabit a xenomorph because it just wouldn't be able to take over the cells and. Um... Yeah, that's what I want. And essentially, the uh, the thing isn't. Uh, I don't think he's particularly malevolent. I think he's just trying to survive. Like the creature's just trying to survive. Well, that that's a really good point. Um, the ambiguity in why why it's there and you know the, the circumstances is just beautiful yeah um because again just another little fact that i read uh the opening the very very opening credits um obviously you've got the universal logo come up um and normally you have the universal logo with a, a planet but apparently universal and the studio sort of come to the agreement they'll just use the plain logo because there would be too much confusion between the opening scene versus the universal logo um, oh. and, and it could uh, cause confusion um but then obviously you've just got this spaceship that sort of enters the the frame um and then crashes on the earth but there's no no explanation is it damaged um is it deliberately um like a virus um just inhabiting the planet to spread and, and take out like there is nothing explained there and no. i quite like that i just realized that it opens the exact same way as predator <gasps> Oh yes. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Obviously Predator was four years later, so <laughs> if any, if anything copied anything, it was Predator. <laughs> I also love that film. Everything copies the thing. Yeah. That's just such a perfect film. I just I I really like the whole um group of people isolated in a single place fighting one common enemy. Because the same with aliens, exactly the same concept. Alien yeah. and aliens, both the same concept. Predator, so I, same concept. I like even more that um, it, it adds, and in a similar sense to the faculty, that it adds a sense of doubt amongst them as well because yeah. they, they work out that it can mimic one of them. It's heavily paranoid, like makes them heavily paranoid. Yeah, but it makes you tense as well because yeah. you're, you're almost analysing everybody's actions to see if you can work out what's going on, and that's just genius. Yeah. 
I mean, the thing is, it's so clever. Like, I've seen this film hundreds of times. Yeah. And even, even now, every time I watch it, the tension is there. You're still like, oh, fuck. Every, you know exactly what's what, but it's still... It manages to find, and, and I guess this is a credit to the, 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 the practical effects, it manages to be unsettling every single time. Like there's never a point where you're like, yeah, okay, cool. Everyone's gonna, everyone's got now. Okay, yeah. cool. you know, like, like, and I, I get that a bit fatigued with, with those kind of, like in, um, I didn't really talk about it in the, um, the faculty, but it was just like, yeah, okay, I get it. Like everyone's gonna get infected, and you just kind of expect that. But with, with, with the thing, it's constantly worrying. Yeah. And when, um, what's the, what's the ginger guy's name? Oh, fuck. Um, yeah, you're going to have to help me out with names. Cause yeah, I only, I only know Windows, McCready. Uh, begins with a B, I think. Binnings? Billings? Oh, Binnings. Bennings. Bennings, yeah. So the way he gets got when he's just kneeling out in the snow and then like, oh, he's fine. And then he brings up his hands and his hand. I've got a thing about like, long fingers man that freaks me out <laughs> really yeah just about like when when they're too long there's a there's a character in um in a pot in a podcast i listen to the magnus archives uh, weirdly called michael and he he's like this interdimensional being that is the avatar of like confusion and and dementia and his fingers are all like really long and like fucked up that messes me up man i don't like that and the way he like does that and then he just turns and opens his mouth and obviously the thing doesn't know yet how to make human sounds so it just makes all the sound it can at once yeah that is creepy as fuck that, oh, that, that bothers me as well like that, that might be the creepiest scene in the whole film that invasion yeah. of the body snatchers did it um it's been done a few times and every time it gets me it's i hate it because it's yeah. just unnatural anything unnatural bothers me are you guys familiar with the film the burning no um no. is that the one where they get uh, crabs sorry not the burning um uh fuck's sake um come on paul Oh fuck's sake. Jesus, um, Vincent, get your fucking act together. <laughs> oh you fuck. had one job. Seriously, mate. One sleepaway camp. Job. Sorry, sleepaway camp. Are you familiar with the film? No. Okay. No. Um look up the woman screaming at the end of the film. Okay. Don't have to do it right now. Just look it up on YouTube. I can do it right now. It's, I'm it right now. it's fucking so unnerving. It's a brilliant film, actually, if you like slasher films. Yeah, you, I might, yeah, you might send, send me it after, so I'll just actually I'll, I'll wait until I re-listen to this and um, use it as a reminder. But oh, Jesus. I found the final scene, but I haven't found the... Uh... Hang on. Where's she screaming? Get, get your scream on. Oh, uh, oh, 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 my God. Right. Ting, pang, walla, walla, bing, bang. <laughs> oh, I don't like that. Yeah, it's fucking so creepy, isn't it? It's such an iconic scene. Oh, no, thank you. <laughs> like, if you're, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't seen Sleepaway Camp, go away, watch Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> go away. And then come back. <laughs> if you've not heard it, go away. <laughs> what about if you're on this podcast and you've not seen Sleepaway Camp? <laughs> All right, laters. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The same. We'll finish this up oh, later. That's really... Uh, yeah, it, that, exactly the same vibes, though. The, the open the eyes full of yeah. fear and the open mouth and just the noise 
coming out of uh, I don't I don't like thank you very much yeah <laughs> so uh, yeah where are we at in the trying so the dog literally just run like across the snow as far as the crowd yeah. is concerned and a guy <laughs> and a guy a guy hovers a helicopter because because the way if you watch it or if you watch it back he hovers the helicopter it's got to be about six feet from the ground and then gets out a pair of binoculars to look at the ground and then to, and then and then the helicopter's up in the air so fair enough Right, but if you look at the way the shots are pieced together, it's just like he's like, mm, I, I can't see anything, it's just snow. Do you, do you want to take it up a little bit, Graham? Yeah, all right, okay, hang on. Uh, all right, yeah, there's the dog, and he's a terrible shot. It's a terrible, well, I mean, we don't know they're, they're soldiers, but he, he's a terrible shot. Well, they're not, they're not soldiers, okay. <laughs> Just to mention, not only is it a terrible shot, but he gets a grenade, goes to throw it at the dog, <laughs> it slips out of his hand. Ah, that's <laughs> and he blows and just tries to pack snow on it. He's like, oh no, I'm get my grenade back. Like, <laughs> if I was a Norwegian watching this film, I'd be pissed because it makes him out to be completely incompetent. <laughs> Firstly, hey, you, you should... spoiled the film. You know now what? You've shot to <laughs> yeah. shoot the dog. Yeah, they'd be, they'd be even more pissed when they watch the prequel and it's all Americans, despite the fact they're supposed to be those Norwegians. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> America. <laughs> yeah. We're just kidding, America. We love you. Oh. But, and again, just to, to call out the Norwegian guy. So he's attempted to shoot the dog, couldn't. Blown up his helicopter, couldn't. Then um, it gets confronted by, the obviously, the, um, the Arctic staff. Goes okay. to shoot at the dog and kneecaps somebody. Yeah, <laughs> that's super funny. That guy recovers from that gunshot wound so quickly. Yeah. <laughs> like just whiskey, that's it. I like the fact that Childs and that other crazy guy are just sit in their room smoking weed and watching reruns of game shows. <laughs> I would totally be doing that as well. That would <laughs> absolutely be me, yeah. He yeah. gets annoyed. Oh, I know how this one ends. Yeah. Of course you fucking do. <laughs> and he's top-loading VHS player. Love it. Yeah, man, it's a good time. You do wonder fairly early on how that's even kept running. That the, the willful destruction of property, even, for, even lo losing a chess game and pouring your scotch into the machine. Yeah, like, uh, how yeah. Machine fucked up this way. Does anything that, work anymore? That's that's McCready just being the badass that he is. Yeah, but at the same time, the, the VHS players are Panasonic and Japanese reliability. You, you just can't can't True get enough. better. True enough. Yeah, this was just after culturally America got over people buying Japanese. Because there was a, for the longest time during sort of the, there were a lot of Japanese products being made and imported into America. And a lot of Americans didn't like that. And they were running ads. And the only reason I know this is because of the Star Wars holiday special. Oof. And uh, the I've, I've, I've had an original copy that was taped from the TV when it first aired. So it's still got all the ads. And the ads running are like, this is Michelle. Michelle bought a Japanese dishwasher. And then the dishwasher like explodes. <laughs> and then an eagle flies in. And it's like, buy safe, buy American. Wow. Like, it was perfectly hey. acceptable to be hugely racist. Just massively racist. 70s. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Please, um, American stuff lasts five minutes. Like, <laughs> know, unless unless it's a American? car. Oh, like cars, um, they're like their cars are pretty shit. Well, nowadays, back in the day with muscle cars, not so much, but that's because there was like, where's, uh, where's Vauxhall made? That's German. 
Oh, cool. I've got a German car. That's good then. <laughs> well, Vauxhall is a, a, um, a GM version of Opel. So Opel, Opel. like technically it's Opel. Um, but Vauxhall, I think, is like the GM well, or the British version of... As long the, as it's got German engineering, that's fine. Yeah, I've got BMW, so um, I, I, I can't get more German if I tried. Mm, that's true, yeah. What about you, Chris? What car do you have? Toyota. Yay! Hey, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I nearly bought a Toyota when I've got my car, this this newest car. In all fact, Mike's got a Ford. He's got oh, a full okay. focus. The the thing looks like it's on its last legs, but still seems to be able to go like how, drive around. How you know, dare you? I know we've gone off target here a little bit. Stay on target. Stay on target. Anyway, <laughs> um, one of my workmates, my Dan, he's got a Ford uh, Focus, and it leaks so badly he has puddles in his footwells. <laughs> like God. literally puddles and the other week when it was really cold they froze amazing so he had frozen solid floor wells i couldn't cope with that that, that, that would do my head in yeah <laughs> me too and it smells moldy as a result oh no yeah apparently it's a common problem with ford focus it's oh good <laughs> I, look, I look forward to that yeah <laughs> Do you know what? We, we can now almost make a joke and say we go off target just as much as a Norwegian guy in the Arctic shooting at <laughs> What a segue. I know, I'm good, isn't I? So then they so then they take the dog in. Um so then we get that amazing scene where they, you know, they take the dog into uh into the pen where all the huskies are laying in a really weird pattern where every one of them is facing a wall. Like they've all had a fight. <laughs> they, they probably did. How do you know they didn't? <laughs> Fuck you, Nigel. You're always like this. <laughs> um, Nigel, and, and then we get some... going eat. You're hungry. You're clearly hangry. <laughs> and then we get some incredible, incredible practical effects, which I'm just going to keep saying for the rest of the podcast because they're fucking incredible. We have actually skipped, have actually skipped a bit there, though. Oh, sorry. They go, the dog's wandering around the camp for a while. They go to the mm. Norwegian before they put the oh, of course oh, they do of course they a, do an amazing piece of fucking visual joy with the guy that slit his own wrists and his own throat and oh, the blood yeah. is frozen as it come it's come out yeah. such an awesome fucking scene yeah man yeah sorry i forgot that amazing i mean i don't know if that sentence needed two fucks in it but i put them there anyway <laughs> So apparently, um, the, the, the scene where they um, go and take off McCready and whatever his name, Blaine, Blair, Bob, Fred, Blair. John, um, they go to take off. Apparently, um, in the director's commentary, uh, Carpenter was saying that uh, the bush pilot literally, as soon as he took off the helicopter, said, Right, um, Russ, uh, Kurt Russell, you take over. And you'll see just ever so slightly the, the helicopter. Um, Judder, um, as Kurt Russell takes over the, the controls. So oh Kurt God. Russell is such an awesome person. He's badass. Yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah. Bad to the bone. Old Jack Burton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then from there, they bring back uh, the, the first corpse thing and do an, an autopsy, um, which apparently had actual organs. They used actual organs. Oh, nice. that stank. Yeah, uh, yeah no, genuine, genuine animal organs, and apparently animal. it was only Blair um, or the the actor that wasn't creeped out by the whole thing, uh, which is fortunate because he was the one putting. Yeah, his hands he, in it. he seemed to relish in it, just grabbing them and squeezing them. And so you got a lung here, you yeah. got a kidney here. 
<laughs> uh, I, I did have a problem with that scene. He literally pulls out one set of organs and says, right, there's your heart, there's your intestines. Like, that's no, that's just a kidney. You, you haven't even got to the rest of it yet. <laughs> but that's just me being super critical. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, any, any criticism we have for this film, please, please make it known. We fucking adore this film. Yeah, I have no criticism of it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally i'm finding criticism just so we've got something to talk about on this podcast because we we can't like gush over yeah. this film the entire time we can the only the only yeah. things the only things i've I, i've got i've got to nitpick are literally that i'm nitpicking things like that, yeah the like, helicopter being quite close to the ground yeah. <laughs> and the dogs looking like they've had a fight like <laughs> there's not a lot there's not a lot to say that's bad about this film i cannot believe i mean i i understand why it didn't receive the accolade that it that it that it did, you know, post post the film coming out. But I can't believe that this didn't gain word of mouth uh, yeah. popularity when it first came out because it won awards. Didn't it? it won awards for like the like most grisly creature or something. I was reading on the Wikipedia, <laughs> um, most grisly special effects. But everyone was saying like, yes, it's really grisly and the creatures are really good, but don't watch it. it was, and everyone just listened to them. Madness, but I think, like you said, you know, it was around the time of ET and um, aliens. And uh, did aliens come out before? Yeah, aliens was after this. Oh, was it? I I thought it was before because John Carpenter wanted to make sure he didn't create a monster that looked too humanoid. He was the xenophobes. The production was was happening in the like mid seventies, wasn't it? For for um for the thing. Yeah, aliens was eighty six. Oh, maybe I'm just thinking ET. Alien came out before this. Oh, that's what I meant. I, oh, son of a bitch. I meant Alien as in oh, the Alien the came out in 79, didn't it? 78. Okay. But yeah, he made a conscious effort not to make him look humanoid because of things like ET and um, the Alien film. Um, and I think I that's know. what put people off because you've had such classics. Yeah. Like, Sorry, it was 79. Ah, cool. Same year I was born. Nope. Christ, you're old. <laughs> I'm also I'm sure. Do you want to dig at that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's all those horror films, mate. They make your hair fall out. <laughs> um, yeah. Obviously, I have I have a bit of a relationship with ET for for the really. I bet for, that's well, weird. For the yeah. oh, he's got really long fingers. It's, it's <laughs> is it? Um, no, I, I do. I do a little. I won't. Obviously, I'm not going to do the full bit now. But I do. I do a bit about ET in my. Uh, in some of my some of my stand up stuff, timely about how <laughs> well I talk about like how you know you're desperately reaching for nostalgia when you when you reach an age where time is moving too fast and you want to try and reach back and and grab something of the, of, of the youth you never had. Hmm. Um, I'm forever but, trying to reach around. Do you know what's funny, right? People say that all the time, but I rewatch those films so regularly. It's not even nostalgia for me because I've never not yeah. watched them. If you know what I mean. <laughs> Well, the the thing I had about ET is that I don't I don't reckon a I don't reckon he got lost. I reckon he was sent as like punishment. I think ET committed war crimes, and they were like send that fucker to Earth. I mean, he was a child. <laughs> well, ET was a child. Yeah, ET was a child. Oh yeah, because his parents come and get him. Don't, yeah, don't they, they come pick him up at the end. Don't yeah, care. his family don't care. War criminal. Great <laughs> <laughs> right, teenager. Yeah. Send him to another planet. Yeah, war criminal. <laughs> we can send him to the prison on the moon. No. 
No, not after what he did. Oh, the dark side of the moon. Yeah, is up there. Nazi ones. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just kebab meat, though, isn't he? He just looks like the thing hanging up in a kebab shop. <laughs> he looks, look like, he looks like what would if if there was a nuclear explosion on a circumcision clinic. That is what would crawl out. <laughs> just a just a creature entirely made out of foreskins and glowing. <laughs> um, yeah. One of the things I mentioned as well is uh, like we don't in science you don't use a uh, a sample size of one to discuss you know anything about a creature. So we don't know that that's et that's a normal et's height. True. Real ETs could be like the size of an apple. And what Elliot actually did, the prick, was send back their version of Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> He's just rampaging around. Home! <laughs> oh, there goes an orphanage. Or he just kind of had some kind of unfortunate disfigurement. <laughs> <laughs> I, I That's always... why they got rid of him, because they only like perfection <laughs> on ET's planet. Well, I was I was talking about this, I was talking about this bit with a fellow comedian. Um um, my mate Randy, who is part of my comedy company thing. Wait, is he together. English? Randy, yeah. yeah. An Englishman called Randy? Well, that's his comedy name. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's an American name, if <laughs> a lot of A lot of Next comedians. Next telling me you know a chip. <laughs> a chip. <laughs> chip. Chip Winters, <laughs> film critic. Um, oh, you say that American name. Genuinely, there is an American NASCAR driver called Dick Trickle. Looking oh, at that's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> How can two of the best films ever made be released on the same day and both be fucking disasters? People are stupid, that's why. Yeah. People voted for the Nazis and they listened to Coldplay. People are bastards. One of those things is worse than the other. <laughs> And we'll oh. let you decide. <laughs> <laughs> I think the choice is obvious. <laughs> um, yeah, that the effects of the of of the loads of tentacles coming out. I wonder how the fuck they did that. Uh, my guess, because it just looks so is, violent. My guess is that they had them on the ends, and they were just whipping them around really quick. Oh, yeah, okay. That's exactly what it was. It was done yeah. with whips. And then maybe just sped it up a little bit. Because yeah. I've seen stuff like that in in like anime, like uh, a very good anime is Parasite. If you want to watch that, oh, that's right, yeah, uh, it's fucking brilliant. But brilliant. yeah, like like where it's basically the thing, but it can talk to you and it's sort it's of trying Netflix to help, also. sort of trying to help you out. Um, and, and and in a lot of anime, when something gets possessed or there's like an alien, there's that kind of the whipping and thrashing kind of tentacle kind of thing. Not in porn, Dan. Not in porn. It's not hentai. Um just in general. Um, and yeah, seeing that recreated sort of IRL freak, freak me the fuck out. Yeah. Amazing. Good. <laughs> good, good chat, everyone. <laughs> and, the well, good chat award, and the good chat award goes to get it. Watch. See you later. Oh, Bye. I think they've got an alarming amount of flamethrowers knocking about for a science. Yeah. Research I just got to keep, got, got to keep warm. Yeah. <laughs> It's just weird, isn't it? Like they've got like five fucking flamethrowers, guns. Well, it's just it's one of those things where you'd have lots of guns because of polar bears. I read an article on on Cracked about a uh, a guy who worked no, on a station it, like it's that. It's in the Antarctic, isn't it? I don't know. It's the one with the polar bears. Po you don't have polar bears in the Antarctic. Well, it's wherever the one with the polar bears are. <laughs> I don't know which one, but it's the one it's with, where the polar bears. Are. 
This might be the Arctic. I don't know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, and he does say that, like, you you do start to feel like you're going fucking mad just because you're just staring at snow yeah. for hours at a time and patrolling. And then people people often die when attacked by a polar bear be- just because they're so <laughs> fucking fatigued and they can't. They've Here got we the- are in state the obvious corner. <laughs> no, because you've got a fucking great big shotgun and you're being, you've been trained how to fend off and and kill kill if necessary bears but because the the job itself is so fucking fatiguing that's normally it's the tiredness that gets you and then obviously a bear will just go chomp especially polar bears <laughs> yeah and you're uh, you're you're in shitsville but also yeah. it makes sense to have fr- flamethrowers because everything is ice or like cold so the, do you reckon that was like an extreme way to thaw stuff out well, yeah, like or if you have to, they would have to be flame retardant wherever they were fucking falling out, wouldn't it? Maybe it's just one of those things where you've got, you know, you know, our offices have to spend a certain amount, or they don't get it next year. Maybe, they, maybe <laughs> they just went. We've got an extra three million. Oh, just fuck it off on flamethrowers and guns. So, what you mean, like local councils, where they'll spend that money on everything but repairing the roads? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, let's get a statue of a man struggling with a bit of timber. That's very local. That's a very yeah. local reference. Is it? I don't get that. Strewed. Oh, that fucking thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're gonna fix the roads? Yeah, we'll do that seven years after. <laughs> fucking balance. The amount anyway. of pictures of people pretending to hump that thing I've seen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, so dumb. Yeah. So anyway, we flamethrower the dog. We shoot the dog. Well, we shoot the dog. What's with that husky being able to uh, buy open a chain link fence? By it's the way, just fucking scared to death. That's insane. <laughs> well, yeah, I've was... been known to buy open a chain link fence when scared. <laughs> I thought that was a chastity belt, but okay. It was, but I was just sparing everyone's. <laughs> is that just when? Is that just when training? <laughs> You've gone. No, thank you. <laughs> I want out of this cage. <laughs> Vinton has bitten his way out of the octagon, <laughs> and it's and it's running. Wait, trust me, if you put me in an octagon to fight another man, I would much rather chew my way out than fight the guy. <laughs> Okay, good to know. Which is ironic, given that you do that for fun. Well, yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't train, put it in your part in your I promo. Would, I would not fight a man. I am not a fighter. I am far from it. Okay, I wouldn't open with it in your promo, if I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> so, Vinton, what are you going to do to this man? Well, I'll be honest. I'm shitting a brick. Um, I, I might bite my way out of the octagon. <laughs> yeah, I might let him beat me up. I might shit myself and then like cover myself in the pain. shit. Because that's I've heard that that's an effective way of getting someone to stop beating you up. What, what would be super funny is Paul's chewing his way out, and like the guy says, "You do know you could just jump over the top." It's only like five and a half. But... I mean, there's the door. The door's <laughs> yeah. open, my dude. <laughs> just going, ah. <laughs> yeah, great times. <laughs> so I'm just reading the. Um... The kennel dog, crap, flamethrower. Another autopsy. Uh, we've kind of done that. Norwegian data, Roswell. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. Roswell, Antarctica. So this is when they go and discover the, uh, the spaceship. Ship, yeah. I'm really glad they didn't show you inside of the ship. Yeah. yeah. Well, they didn't have the budget. They spent so much on <laughs> effects. I don't think it was necessary. It really wasn't. Um, I, what I did like is the fact that um, 
you could clearly they they had the the ship and the big circle, and then obviously as they pan out, the other guys uh, next to this perfect sort of rectangular to mimic exactly what they had inside the Norwegian uh, camp. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really appreciate that. Which they they pull that off really nicely in the prequel, like the uh, that the, seeing it escape from that block of ice and stuff. It's really good. I've not seen the prequel, so I'm going to have to make a point of watching yeah. that. Try and ignore the CGI though, because it is bad. You're the one that's got the CGI issue. Oh, mate, you would have an issue, trust me. <laughs> it's fucking awful. <laughs> but it's a really good film, so it's worth watching. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out. Come uh, on, Yeah, and then we have Blair starts to get, uh, he's getting twitchy because he's looking up global assimilation or how quickly it would assimilate. Um, I love that dodgy 8-bit computer, computer simulation. <laughs> it, it looked like he was playing Gallagher um, yeah. rather than actually a... Um, a computer generated thing and just a horrible overlay so it was supposed to be uh, like a line and cell but you could see it was moving up and down with the camera instead of with the the item um but bless them you, you know Do you know what's funny that would have been pretty much state of the art at the time as well that would yeah. have looked like real oh. fucking cutting edge 1982 yeah. you're in the realms where the spectrum was launched in 1982 but before that it was the atari games console uh -huh. that was asteroids asteroids was that Mm. Do you know? Do you know what the, there's uh, an irony that's completely not linked? But you've got a guy called McCready, um, and if you abbreviate, there's Mac, and then obviously yeah. you've got Windows, um, and yeah. there was a conflict. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, oh, you ruined my bio joke later on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, as, as the techie on this podcast, yeah. that's the bit I'm going to call out. <laughs> uh, but apparently, it's completely unrelated. Just a coincidence. Yeah. Because I, I, I often thought that they named him Windows because he was like their communications officer. So he was like their window to the outside world. That's because yeah. he wears glasses. Yeah, and that, yeah. yeah. That, that's the reason. It's because he's wearing glasses. Oh, that is the reason. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> but that's, how, that's half the fun of watching films is trying to read stuff into it like that, I think. Yeah. I really liked how we are kind of just dropped into it. There isn't, although everyone does get like a little intro. Um, you learn about people's relationships. Well, there's no character of... development. Not really. No. Okay. You don't well, know anything about them. Outside of this situation, you know nothing. No, no, but what I, what I mean is their relationships with each other, it doesn't feel like any of it is forced. It feels like we are a fly on the wall watching these people and they're... And they're everyone's got their own agenda and their own alliances yeah. and we're kind of seeing that unfold. It's, it's quite interesting. You say about the um, sort of the no character uh, backstory. There, there are subtle hints. Again, I read that McCready, um, he's supposed to be an ex Vietnam vet, um, which okay. is why um, he alludes to being out or being a light sleeper um, and ah. has some sort of, um, not flashbacks, what do they call it? Almost PTSD about the, the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and while he's so cool under the whole pressure. Exactly. Um, but again, it's never actually mentioned. It's only because John Carpenter said it on the uh, the commentary um, that you... But you should... Sorry, go. I was, I was just going to say, but there's enough about his character and the way he acts that that's not a hard conclusion to come to anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like the fact that he's wild, dressed wildly inappropriately for the weather. I mean, seriously, who walks around in like a cowboy hat or, or whatever? It is? And just a tiny leather bomber jacket. <laughs> yeah. It must be 40 below. 
Puts, puts his hoodie up and then puts the leather jacket, um, sorry, the cowboy uh, hat on top. Yeah, well, like he's it. drinking plenty of whiskey. That's keeping him warm. That'll do the trick. <laughs> <laughs> it was using cigarettes to to to, see, uh, um, to make it look like his breath was cold as well. Oh, really? He was, he was constantly taking a puff on a cigarette and then breathing it. Yeah. Ah. I fucking love Kurt Russell. He's one of my favourite actors of all he's time. He's great. Yeah. I love him in absolutely everything. Even in that shitty Christmas film that's recently come out. He's like really Christmas good. In it. Oh, the Christmas Chronicles brilliant. Yeah. yeah, it's really good. The second one's not very good. Uh, not so much, but even then I still quite like it. It's, it's uh, yeah. like, Every time Kurt Russell's on the screen, I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> but how can you argue when he gets a whole airport to sing along with him? <laughs> True, <yeah. laughs> uh, so that leads into uh, Benning's is the first of them to, to start changing. Yeah. Uh, and you're going to get your lovely fingers seen on the back of that. Yeah. Um, and we find, and you and get your first suspicion of Blair as well, because obviously they're, they're all sort of standing in a circle around Bennings, and then one of them says, where's Blair? And you see him jump out of the, is it a, one of the helicopters? Or is it? Oh, it is. Yeah, it's a helicopter. <laughs> yeah. He's sabotaged yeah. it. He's, yeah, he's sabotaged it. He's killed the dogs. Um, yeah, and they chuck him in the uh, tool shed and lock him in there. <laughs> I mean, it, uh, out of all the places, I think if I knew full well there was an alien invasion taken, I would want to be in that shed. I mean, yeah. lock me in. You yeah. lost stay on the other side of that fucking door. Yeah, well, like later on when he's trying to, he wants to come out. <laughs> it's like really weak. He's like, oh, come on. I hear <laughs> strange sounds out here. <laughs> <laughs> but again, like... You would have to turn and say, dude, you lost your shit. You smashed the entire communications array. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're not just going to go, oh, it's okay. Come out now. Like, no, you you lost it. You need to go in there and, and seriously think about, think what, about you what you've done. Think about what you've done. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to be able to watch this again for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you know what? Actually, the, the gaps in between me watching it, it was close to watching it for the first oh, time. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I, I don't do what you do. I, I tend to leave films a bit longer than oh. like, every day to watch them. <laughs> yeah, I rewatch things a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I've only ever seen this. What? Sorry, man. Uh, Blair, Blair can't shoot a gun. Either. No. <laughs> 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 what are you doing? He's like punching it. Not just that, it takes like 15 of them to overpower him. I'm, I'm sorry, like, he's not that big a guy. I'm pretty sure two at most, um, or a mic could do it. <laughs> One me. One mic or Paul and Dan, um, you know. That's it's fair. interesting that Childs is not like, well, none of them are sort of really standout characters through the whole film, but like Childs especially isn't. He's kind of... Such a background character, he doesn't play any major role, but then he's one of the two survivors at the end. Yeah, it's interesting, like that choice. I think, I think that I think that's intentional because you don't see a lot of him, and then at the end, you've got a guy who we haven't seen an awful lot of, and a guy who is our protagonist. And it almost is like, is it a double bluff? Well, at my money's on Childs being my, my, my money's on okay, so. So here's the thing. Aha, the thing. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Here it is. I've got it in a jar. Um, so the lighting director said that every time you see someone, uh, the minute the thing gets introduced to the base, 
every time you see someone, you will see a light in their eyes. When the thing isn't, uh, when the thing is present and and like has overtaken them, there is no more light in their eyes, like reflected in their eyes. So at the end, when you've got Charles and McCready, McCready has a light in one of his eyes, and Charles doesn't. And one of the and and that's the prevailing theory that that Charles is is the one that is the thing, and it goes even further to say that perhaps the reason why McCready at the end laughs is because it's not whiskey in the uh, in the thing. It's like petrol or or whatever, mm. and so he's given him his drink to firstly go. Um, he's breaking he's breaking quarantine rules by 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 accepting his drink so he knows you don't care about quarantine rules and b there's a different liquid that isn't whiskey but because you don't know what whiskey tastes like as opposed to a different liquid that's why you're the thing that's the that's the prevailing theory that has been backed up by the the lighting director of the film which i i really like yeah i just like the ambiguity of it personally i like i like not knowing for sure that's fair but yeah, my money's on Charles. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking about it when I, was, I watched the film and I, I couldn't really pin it down. Um, but it kind of makes sense because Childs is, is really keen to survive and um, he's got a lot of, uh, not attitude, that's the wrong way, but he's very defen uh, defensive, that's what I mean. Um, yeah. And that, that would kind of make sense to the, the premise of what the thing's trying to do, which is yeah. survive. I mean, he's also disappeared for a good portion of the film. That's very true. Whereas you're with McCready the whole time. But you know it's not McCready. It, that's supposed to be obvious. Like, you're almost following with McCready, you know, like, and trying to work out who has been infected. Yeah. I mean, it's not obvious that either one of them are. It's only because John Carpenter has decided later on that one of them is. <laughs> well, that's true. The only one we knew for sure was the dog. Yeah. Because the Norwegian spoiled it for us all. <laughs> you fucking hell <laughs> I mean we know for sure about a few of them <laughs> well yeah, yeah eventually we do yeah <laughs> has anyone seen the um, the original 1950s one no yeah. with, the, uh, with the big the Frankenstein from another planet yeah 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 I, I have it here <laughs> I remember watching it with my mum when I was a kid because it really annoys me when people say that this is a remake because technically it's not a remake. They're just both from the same source material. Yeah. It always annoys me. I used to have to, all that was on Facebook, I used to have to stop myself correcting people all the time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so where are we after this point? Uh, okay. Uh, so this is, um, oh, I decided to do a blood test, but there's no blood. The, the blood tank yeah, yeah, someone's fucked it up. Yeah. Uh, at which point McCready takes command. Again, I, I like that, uh, that, the fact that they get this um, genius way to almost be able to um, identify who's the thing, um, but the thing's one step ahead of them and obviously destroys their control uh, blood sample. Um, yeah. I really like that because, again, it adds to the despair and the... Um, well, the despair of, of what they're having to go through now because they've, they've now had their potential mechanism of identifying um the the alien or the who's been affected um gone so it's back to the the old good old fashioned of gut instincts yeah which is fucking basically impossible in this situation yeah exactly 
Uh, after which, uh, like McCready and a couple of the other guys go outside and find Fuchs' body um, burnt outside. Uh, and we have the shack scene as well, where he sends the two guys back in and stays out himself because he said he left the light. He turned the light off in his shack yeah. before he went last night. Because that's when someone frames him. Yeah. Is it yeah. Fuchs or Fucks? Fuchs. I did put in the guy. I did put in the chrono, oh, for Fook's sake, more burn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, he must have had a, a hard time at school. <laughs> Obviously, I do know it's a character, but, you know, hypothetically, he would have had a hard time at school. <laughs> yeah, I think he would have probably had a pretty hard time at school. Uh, yes, and then, yes, yeah, as you say, Paul, um, he's framed and locked out. Um, but his re-entry is just marvellous, isn't it? I mean, it's, <laughs> it's breaking back in, and it's breaking back in with a handful of dynamite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> marvellous. Uh, at which point, uh, Norris has his heart attack, or wherever it is, he passes out, stops breathing. Um, and we have the uh, defibrillator. Oh, um, yeah. I like that bit a lot. Yeah. <laughs> this is my favourite thing. <laughs> Norris opens up on armless defibrillation and then loses his head. <laughs> <laughs> I had a field day with this one. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, that, yeah, that defibrillation scene is fucking incredible. Yeah, that's so good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I imagine again. I can't remember watching it for the first time, but I imagine that would have been fucking shocking. Yeah, <laughs> you see what I did there. Fucking shocking. Very good. Great. So. Um, also, also, uh, uh, at which point Clark dies. Well, Clark attacks him from behind and gets, uh, and he has to kill him as well. Well, um, and no, they deduce no ladies that point, in the um, every. Uh, and they deduce at that point because of the way that the head came off and, and walked away and stuff like that, that actually it's every part of this is an organism in its own right. Yep. Um, Doesn't it show uh, at that they, point, uh, doesn't it show at that point the blood um, sort of yeah. uh, runs across the tonight. floor? Yeah, yeah, it runs naturally um, instead of just laying there. So, yeah, they kind of steal that a bit. In um, have you? Have, has anyone there seen Life? I assume you have, Dan. I love that film. Yeah, I do too. That, that's that's kind of the same idea with that, isn't it? It's all it eyes, it's all ears, it's all muscle, it's all like the whole organism is everything. Mm. Yeah, which is cool. Are yeah. we boring you, Mike? No. <laughs> uh, so this is where they then they. This is where they follow through with the uh, blood test and rope three of the guys to the chairs. Such um, an iconic yeah. scene. It's fucking great, man. <laughs> and they do the wiring the blood. And I we love get... the little fake out there where they do the blood test on the guy they all thought was it the whole time. Yeah. It wasn't. What, last? Yeah. 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 No, I... first. The first one they do because uh, they test the dead guy because they think... Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, well, There's it, two dead guys, aren't there? There's yeah. two on the table. And it doesn't react. I love that bit because the look on McCready's face is like, fuck. <laughs> doesn't yeah. Childs call him out and say, uh, uh, "What? how do you feel now? You're a murderer or something like yeah. that? Yeah. 
Um, he just and, kind of brushes that off, though. He's like, no, fuck you, bitch. Yeah, what are you going to do about it? Yeah, I've killed millions of people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kurt Russell, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, obviously, it's Palmer's uh, blood that uh, reacts uh, Palmageddon. Then he changes immediately. That whole yeah. thing happens so quickly. Like yeah. everything happens at once. But that, yeah, again, that's that's really awesome um, because you can kind of put yourself in the, the chair or in the place of the people in the chair. Can you imagine? Like you've just worked yeah. out the guy next to you um, is an alien and immediately his neck starts bulging and <laughs> yeah. weird things. Mate, I was shit myself. And then <laughs> no, I was I shit all over that. <laughs> Start bouncing the chairs out of the way. Like, yeah, I would literally shit all over myself and like the floor and the ceiling. It would just be a horrendous mess of shit. <laughs> okay. okay. At least Some visuals there. Sorry, Hams, if you're eating your dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry. Oh, sorry, Harriet, if you're yeah, eating sorry, your Yeah, sorry, Harriet, dinner. if you're eating your lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, uh, I'm a little bit amazed that uh, Windows wasn't just outright dead because that the thing opens up with that sort of clamps on his head yeah. and swings him around. And I thought, well, it's, surely that would just break his neck. Well, yeah. The, um, <laughs> but he's, but he's still moving. When he gets thrown in the corner, he starts to move again until they flamethrow him. Yeah. Well, I think uh, he's still screaming as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and all his legs are still going as well as he's burning. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a great kill with that. And then the uh, the yeah. captain loses his shit. Yeah. yeah he does. <laughs> Have we missed the whole scene where McCready um goes a, a little bit mental and has the dynamite and the, the flare in his hand? No, because that's when he tries to get back in. That's before that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's before that. Yeah, so we've yeah. missed that bit entirely. Yeah, no, I, but, I mean, we're not famous yeah. for getting things done in order. No, that's true. <laughs> Even though we've got a chrono literally yeah, in between. Yeah. That's part did, of my charm. I did mention it, though. You yeah. did. But again, yeah. I, I quite like that because obviously you're led to believe that McCready's possibly at that point um, lost his mind. and um, But again, that, that goes back to the PTSD. Um, yeah. Side of things. That's kind of a hint that he's actually still him because I don't think the thing doesn't, act, doesn't react like that. It tries to stay yeah. hidden as best as possible. So it probably would have just let him keep it outside. Well, as it turns out at the end, that's exactly what one of them does do. Yeah. At uh, which point Blair goes missing again. Uh, and when they go finding, he's, got, he's ma making his own uh, little flying saucer. Yeah. <laughs> he's escape. He's trying to fucking escape. But that's it. That's it. It all comes down to the fact that the creature's just trying to survive again. Yeah. It's not like it's not out to destroy them. It's crashed there by accident, and it's just trying to get the fuck back out. <laughs> so, do you think? Do you think it was it was trying to escape and go into like the atmosphere? Yeah, or do you yeah. Think it was just trying to. Uh, do you not think that perhaps it was just trying to create a, the only craft it knows how to create, so that it could go find more populated areas and, and uh, assimilate. Um, my, personally, I think it was just trying to escape. I think it landed there by accident. It crash landed, yeah, and then it was just trying to get back out, out away from Earth again. Oh, okay. Because it doesn't yeah, seem to be thought, intentionally yeah. hunting people down. It's just trying to survive. Because he says at the but, end, where oh, the temperature's going to drop to like a hundred below, and he says, "Yeah, that's what it wants. It wants to freeze now." Yeah. 
Because it's not feeding on these people. No, it's not. No, no, no. There's no real, it's not, yeah, it doesn't seem to be like, uh, um, fuck, I can't remember the word. Um, <laughs> reproducing, it's not trying to just no. reproduce like willy nilly. <laughs> It's uh, <laughs> willy nilly. <laughs> <laughs> it's just trying to survive. Willy nilly. <laughs> You're a willy nilly. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, like, that's that's fair. Because if you got the xenomorphs, like they're w- like intentionally hunting humans to use yeah. them to reproduce. Yeah, no, that's that's a good point. Okay, I agree. <laughs> That's my theory. I mean, it could be completely wrong. We'd have to ask John Carpenter. <laughs> and then he'll go, I'll never tell. Yeah, I'll never tell. All right, all right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish I'd gone to see John Carpenter live last year. Uh, year before last, rather. Yeah, that would have been fucking epic. Yeah, I know I know a couple of people that went. <clears throat> Apparently, it was fucking amazing. I like um I like running to is he's got those two albums um the lost tapes mm. I think they're called I can't remember what they're bloody called I should look it up but they're very good they're basically soundtracks for a film that's not made yeah I'm a I run to podcasts not music <laughs> I I, I kind of switch up sometimes I do and sometimes sometimes I don't lost themes is is the album um I think there's oh there there are there are three more there's there's lost Lost Themes, Lost Themes 2, and Lost Themes 3 are live after dark. And they're they're all really cool and worth your time. Spotify. What? Spotify, yeah, yeah. And everything else, I'd imagine. Worth your time. Yeah. Get it watched. <laughs> get, it, get it listened to. Speaking of things you should get watched, we watched a film. Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah. So where are we now, Chris? Uh, Childs uh, goes missing. Uh, the power's out and Childs has disappeared. Um, and this is when McCready, um, as you've already said, Paul says, it, it, it assumes it's going to hibernate again. Uh, and he comes to the decision to just blow it all, blow the whole base up. Yeah. To take off, uh, nuke it from orbit. It's the only way to be sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, Gary is killed by Blair and Noel disappears after that. Noel's well. a weird guy. <laughs> So he just roller skates around the place listening to funky soul music and ledge. Yeah. Yeah. Absolute ledge. He's just like, hey, I'm just here to cook the food. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get the uh, the big boss fight. Yeah. <laughs> I like the what, use of that terminology. What did I read? <laughs> Apparently that end scene took fifty um yeah. stage hands to um, to be a part of to to make it work, Jesus, yeah. that's mental. It is mental. Also, you've got McCready's uh, unnecessary dive, <laughs> where he dives off a platform and forward rolls, when in fact it would have been just easier just to jump off it. But it wouldn't have looked as cool. Exactly. <laughs> but it's almost like standing there and having a spike fall from the top of a church and just scream at Or there's a brilliant episode of uh, Next Gen where Geordie does the most ridiculous commando roll under a door that's still got about 20 feet to come down. <laughs> <laughs> it's just showing off. Yeah. <laughs> if you can do it, do it. That's what I say, yeah. Yeah. 
I, I would need 20 foot of gap just to roll underneath it um, in my <laughs> current state. So. <laughs> I think I would just roll if I tried to run in my current state. <laughs> <laughs> I can't run. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. I can power stride. That's about as good as it gets. I don't run uh, unless yeah, I'm so being the, chased. The oh, is that another call back to the faculty episode there, Dan? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But that, it, it's my it, it's my rule. That's what I go by. <laughs> so we've got our bit. So we do our big boss fight. Oh, McCready chucks his dynamite <laughs> in there. Yeah, and uh, and that's it. Childs comes back. Uh, Scotch on ice. The end. We or <laughs> <laughs> petrol, depending on what theory all you petrol, buy. Yeah, <laughs> just let it, let, it, it. All, let it all fucking burn. I, I actually hadn't seen that for years, like donkey's years. What the um, thing? So, yeah, it's been a long time since I watched that. Oh, really? Um, yeah, so there was loads I'd forgotten, but yeah, really good. Loved it. Fucking great movie, absolutely yeah. fucking brilliant movie. I've so, watched it again, so. <laughs> obviously uh obviously get it watched yeah obviously yeah. get it watched. <laughs> yeah you know what yeah <laughs> i mean it's, it's again it's another one of those films where surely you've seen it already because otherwise why would you be listening to this podcast <laughs> but that's our thing so get it watched i, I uh, want to say have a go no i'm kidding get it watched it's fucking amazing you can be um, fired from this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Wait, those are so all... I do the website and, and everything else, but you're going to fire me. I, I feel I've from, actually... From being on air talent, you can still do the website. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know, normally, normally I tell you to, uh, to you know, pack, pack some things and you're going to need at least an overnight bag and you're going to need your machetes. But I'll be honest, we could probably just go to Street View and, and visit the Amazon Jungle via there this time because I'll be honest... There's not a lot of dickheads. And no, the, dickhead, so shouldn't be. the dickhead population is is dwindling uh, after after reviewing the thing. Um, so we've not had a lot of luck in the Amazon jungle. Maybe you know, maybe that's a comment about you know global warming or something. Maybe it's yeah. our millions of listeners are taking to heart that you know they they can't leave bad feedback and need to be yeah. a bit more constructive. That's fair. That's fair. Um, so. We've got one person. We're not doing the jingle because it's only it's only literally one person. Um, all the negative reviews on Amazon are just about the DVD or the 4K release not being as shiny as people wanted it or it not having a, an insert about just really fucking neaky, boring bullshit, right? But there is one person who I assume was on PCP when they wrote this. <laughs> um, they said, Pants. John Carpenter is the worst, spelt like the sausage. John Carpenter is the worst director ever, and this is his worst, again, spelt like the sausage, film ever! Exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. However, the picture transfer is very crisp. Then, a full stop, open brackets, cat slash pigeons, close brackets. What? what? Don't know, lads. What is Don't happening? Know. Don't know. I'll read it again. John Carpenter is the worst director ever, and this is his worst film ever. However, the picture transfer is very crisp. Cat pigeons. 
I mean that that guy's clearly a lunatic. Oh, oh, okay, I get it. That person thinks they're being cool and clever. They're saying, "I'm putting the cat in amongst the pigeons." Oh, okay. Oh, and they're that, like, oh, cat pigeons. Uh, uh, it's like pot kettle. Uh, uh, uh. That was so Dickhead. clever, dickhead. Uh, what an arsehole. Um, I found one on Rotten Tomatoes. Go on. Interesting. Yeah, this is annoying. Um, <laughs> If it's the most vividly gruesome monster ever to stalk the screen that audience crave, then the thing is the thing. On all other levels, however, John Carpenter's remake of the Howard Hawks 1951 sci-fi uh, classic comes as a letdown. Not a remake, just from the same source material. Bellend. Dickhead. Like, if you've seen both, you're under no illusion that this is not a remake. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's it on there as well. Wow. But, again, I think that's testament. Um, you know, we can find, on other, or we have found on other films, an absolute slew of dickheads who don't know how to watch and write up, up films. The fact that this, you know, we're struggling to find some um, and... You know, I'll give the other guy his dues. He was incredibly clever about how he managed to confuse everybody with cat and pigeon. Um, it's like a comedian who's got to explain his joke. But sometimes a comedian will make a joke, Dan, and um, it's quite meta, and uh, the other guys don't appreciate. Well, no, all I'm going to say is know your audience. If what, that, uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. I, I don't, yeah, cater to Bellens. Yeah, exactly. That is, my, that is my problem. If you're trying to be funny in front of Bellens, don't get clever with it. <laughs> I should just talk about my dick or something. Exactly. I'll tell you what, we haven't done in a while, lads. We haven't made We haven't made wank jokes. We haven't made wank jokes in a long time. And I think we need we, to. It's about bloody time we brought wank. it back. There's nothing Do you know funny what we, about wanking. We haven't been crude in quite a while. It's about um, time we pulled it back, lads. And then, and then forward. And then back. <laughs> there we go. There we go. I'm glad we've all come to the same conclusion. Right. <laughs> that's the only one that heard that. That's no, I time. heard it. What's happened now? Paul, what? Did you, did you fart again? Yep. You Who fuck, did? You child. Right. Okay. Um, so, rec recommendations then. Yeah, what, what we got? Favorite. What we? Got? I've got a recommendation. Um, if you guys, if you guys want to go first, that's fine. Yeah, I'll go. Um, so lately, I've been watching a sitcom on Netflix called Superstore. Yeah, I've I've been watching that. Yeah, it's good, man. I'm. Uh, I was surprised to see it's got six seasons and started in like 2014. Yeah, <laughs> I love it when uh, you come across like you watch something and then you realise it's been about for ages. You've yeah, got, like a whole it. binge session ahead of you. Yeah, it's good. It's got uh, America Ferrera in it. Okay. You know who she is from no. uh, Ugly Betty? Yeah. Who's watched Ugly Betty? No, I've never seen it, no. So how, you, how, was, how am I supposed to know a character from something I've never seen? Well, you could oh, know it's a really what? famous show. Yeah. Fucking dick. I've never seen it, but I know who's in it. That's yours, cool. Oh, okay, um, yeah, we're moving on, are we? All right. No, that's <laughs> what I thought you were finished. Now again, Chris, Mike is moving us on, so we're moving. <laughs> Chris, My recommendation is Paul because I love him. There you go. <laughs> we're all friends again. Um, did you did did you did you have anything else to say about it? No. Oh. <laughs> That's like fucking South Park. You're like, um, it's a please, principle. Will you please let me finish, please? 
Okay, I'm finished. <laughs> uh, Chris? Um, not really. Oh, I, I, I've started... I do this thing where I buy entire box sets of stuff and I never get around to watching it, but I've started to okay. watch uh, Haven. I bought the complete Haven, oh. which is based on Stephen King's The Colorado Kid. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, it's pretty. I've only watched like two or three, but yeah, it's pretty cool. It's basically about the, uh, a town that has what they call the troubles. Okay. People with odd powers, and strange things happening. Yeah, pretty cool. It's a weird thing pretty to cool. call it when, watch. when the troubles <laughs> exist in Ireland. But okay, <laughs> that's a weird thing to call it. But sure. My recommendation <laughs> is a lovely is a lovely friend of mine called Brad. And he um, he's in a, a synthy thing. It's it's technically called Dungeon Synth. It's like a synthwave uh, offshoot, I guess. But it's it's dark synthy music. Um, and he's released an album that's that's out literally today on the recording. Um, uh, his band is called Rectory. <laughs> and that's what Dan was talking about. Isn't it? <laughs> oh dear. And uh, the album is called Jallo, which is obviously the, you know, the Italian, that you need to the, use when you're using yeah. the rectory. The Italian, he's going to listen to this and be like, <laughs> do you know what? Don't, don't worry about recommending <laughs> me in future, mate. Like, yes. don't worry about it. But it's, yeah, classic Italian horror movies of the 70s and 80s. Um, his description says it's meant to evoke memories of grimy VHS copies of Lucio Fulci, Dario Argento, and Maria Bava movies, and the eerie music that contributed to their unique atmosphere. Um, so, yeah, check um, check that album out. It's available on Bandcamp. It's available on Bandcamp. There's five tracks. It's two pounds. Okay, moving yeah, on. Fucking great. <laughs> so we're done, yes? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, I guess uh, the the real horror is um... John Shabani, creepy fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'll do. <laughs> um, so whose turn, until, who's turn, yeah, whose turn is it? Um, so it should be yours, Mike. Oh fuck! Yeah, I'm that's what we all thought too. <laughs> Come on, there's no need for that. Oh, actually, everyone but me. I'm usually quite happy. <sighs> Look at Dan smiling. He's all happy. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping that you just go with something good because you haven't premeditated this. No, normally I'm like, oh, that's exciting. That'd be really fun to watch and then like reflect on. And I haven't. What am I? Oh, sorry, lads. Okay. Um. So I've had a little think about it, and I think we should watch the instant classic that is Willy's Wonderland. Awesome. I'm lucky enough to have seen it already. Um, and Me too. Nick Cage is legendary in it. What a it's fucking legendary in everything. I what know. a fucking movie. What a fucking movie. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. I watched it a couple of days ago. I'm excited to watch it again uh, for this lovely podcast. It's available on like everything. So watch it on anything that it, that it's available on. Um, I'll, I'll be watching it on Amazon Prime just for those that are questioning. Yeah. My, Me too. My I'm paying my hard-earned money. Yeah, to watch it on Amazon Prime. Good, yeah. well done, Paul. I'm really yeah. proud of you. I, I thought you might be. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, so until next time, that beautiful specimen up there has been Paul. Uh, that guy that's laying vertically on a couch is Dan. Sorry, horizontally on a couch. <laughs> <laughs> like Dracula. It's got his, it's got his sofa just leaning against the wall. <laughs> that guy above me is Mike. And because he ain't above you in my shot. <laughs> that, that guy over there. That's the, me, Dan. The specimen, 
up there? That's correct, yeah. Oh, that guy up there, um, who's not up there for me, is Mike. But actually, it's Chris. (laughs) 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 It's maybe worth it for life. I mean, it didn't work for me because you're next to each other. So um, last week, Dan said to you that we have a special part of the website where you can leave a voicemail. We had a grand total of two. One is unplayable um, due to legal reasons. and uh, But one of them is from a lovely young man who manages to stay on the earth, even though he's upside down. Yeah. Occasionally sends us nudes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> lovely, a lovely, a lovely, tasteful nude every now and then. Um, he's basically the australian dan yeah that's a perfect perfect description yeah <laughs> it's, it's australian dan um g'day guys austin here i was gonna call up and go on a massive racist rant but i got told specifically not to so i, I guess i'll lay off that wanted to call up say enjoyed the omen episode can't wait to hear the thing episode spoiler alert turns out the film's amazing get it watched um was hoping i could hear an episode where you guys talk about Partly the shit show that was 2020, but also the benefit that's going to come to us this year for all the great films that are going to come out that were cancelled last year. Um, Candyman, uh, Wrong Turn, there's a couple, The Silent Place 2. Look, there's a whole bunch of shit you could talk about. We'd love to hear you guys talk about it. Maybe if you could throw in some jokes about wanking in between, that'd make it just absolutely perfect. All right. Fucking awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Austin. You Austin, you man. fucking legend. You. We knew you'd be the first one to leave us a message. <laughs> <laughs> of course you was. Um, but you raised some absolutely valid points. So yeah. the shit show of 2020. Um, Not least of all, I might just quickly, let's just address the fact that he said he was going to go on a racist rant, but didn't. <laughs> let's just address that quickly in case people think Austin's racist. Um, I don't think. He's a racist. No, neither do I. But we were talking about the Australians hating the British last week and uh before we started recording. <laughs> and then jokingly said about Austin being a racist, we was talking about towards English people. The yeah. Pro- the problem is we let that episode out, um, realised the mistake. Um, obviously being a dedicated fan, Austin is, has heard it. Um, subsequently, obviously, we've corrected that. Um, yeah, it was it was literally like, it, it was literally like a throwaway comment, but we oh, we yeah. sort of we realised after the show had gone out that it could be absolutely misconstrued that we've just gone, "Hey, you're a fucking racist." Uh, when <laughs> yeah. we, that's not that's not that, what we meant. that's not how we feel, mate. We're just I mean, a bunch of silly boys. But again, I will say that he is Australian. We are British, so I still stand by the fact he's probably he probably hates us. Really, that's fair. <laughs> We did send his his great granddad over there after he did all those crimes. Yeah, so. but then look what they got out of it. Fucking amazing weather. I was going to say, yeah. like, they're laughing at us, going, you're yeah. all cramped on your tiny, pokey little island. We've got all this space. Um, ha ha, I'm going to throw another shrimp on the barbie. As they're, as they're driving 50 miles to the nearest hospital after being bitten in the bollock by a toilet spider. Yeah, That's yeah, this is awful. Oh, poor, like, literally poor, everything li- there's trying to kill you. <laughs> Living the life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what we're, saying is we're, we're all <laughs> shit <laughs> and australia's produced one of my favorite comedy acts auntie donna so well done amazing yeah we should do an extra we could do an extra episode about like 
Australia. how shit 2020 was and the films that are coming out that we're excited for. It'll almost be like like when we started out because we were going to do like trailers, weren't we, and yeah. stuff, and then became. Well, that fell it, on its ass because nobody watched the trailers. Did well, they? that and that and the episodes are now far too long because we actually talk a, a lot about the films. So, so that's always nice. Occasionally, uh, yeah, Dan. If if someone else wanted to get in into contact with us, well, yeah. Now you've seen how, how easy that? it is. Um, it, re it really is easy. Yeah. Not well, that I've done it, obviously. Someone away <laughs> from Australia did it. All you need to do <laughs> is go visit afterhorror.co.uk. Um, as I said before, not only will you be presented with uh, a slew of beautiful imagery and wordplay and our previous episodes, on, on the right-hand side, there's a little bar that you can click. And within there, all you need to do is just uh, click on record. You can use your built-in mic and um, whatever on your phone um, and leave us a little voice note. We want to hear from you. We want to yeah. know what you think about us. We want to know what you think about the podcast. We want to know what you think about other movies, what you want to hear, what you had for dinner. Um, <laughs> we don't care. If yeah, I'm curious. Literally, just anything. Like, if you think, if you think literally sending us a voice and I go, hi, guys, I listen to the podcast and I think it's good. And that's your fucking message. I will send it. it. Yeah. I mean, if, my... you wanna, if you want to call in and tell us we're a bunch of shitty cunts. <laughs> Yeah, do that, that as well. Too. Do that as well. Yeah. Absolutely. If you want to hear yourself on our podcast telling us how shit we are, <laughs> you can do that. We will play it. Of course yeah. we will. Absolutely. If you want to say how shit Paul is and Mike is and, and Chris is, I, I get that, and of course we'll we'll let that go out. Dan's got a special file just for him. <laughs> <laughs> I just want you to remember that I edit the podcast and have a special file full of things that you say. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah. So uh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> now, we'll, now, now, we'll we'll intro. now we'll do an intro. So. Hey, welcome to the Off Horror Podcast with me, Paul. Me, Mike. Chris has got statuesque. <laughs> <laughs> How long and, have we not had Chris for? And Dan. <laughs> uh, cool. Okay. Oh, my God.